Hey guys, and welcome back to the Beyond the Budget podcast, where we focus on helping you create the budget that works for you so you can focus on what's beyond the budget, which is the life that you want to live. I hope you guys had a great week so far. I had a great week this past week. Um, My kids are wrapping up school in the next few weeks. In fact, my daughter has officially graduated from daycare. So I honestly am so proud of her. Uh, She's really excited to be going to her big girl school next year, but I'm even more excited because no more daycare payments. (laughs) Um, I feel like I got a raise, so that's been really nice. If you know, you know what I mean about the rising cost of childcare. So um, I've been busy planning the summer. We're doing some VBSs this year and then uh, just some other things to keep them busy while I work from home this summer. Um, it's exciting for me to think about having three months with them before they start back to school. And I actually read somewhere, uh, that you, that to remember that you only have 18 summers with your kids before they are adults. And so I get kind of emotional thinking about, oh man, um, I don't have too many left with my son before he's 18 and hopefully he won't run out of the house, but you know how that is. Um, so, all right, uh, enough life stuff about me. Back to business. Um, if you were able to make it to my two-part series at Word of Flame Church, it was wonderful to meet you in person. I know a lot of people watched it stream online as well. If you didn't get a chance to watch it, the first day I talked about what the Bible says about money. In fact, I talked about nine things that the Bible says about money. And then the next week, I did a actual personal finance workshop where we talked about how to make a clear, sustainable budget and then some debt payoff strategies that you can use on your debt-free journey. Um, If you want a copy of the um, slides that I presented there, also I gave a little workbook out, you could join my email list using the link below or the link in the the show notes, and you can find that there. Um, So uh, this is a four-part or five-part series, excuse me. Um, This is part four of that five-part series about how to reach your financial goals. And we started by determining in the first episode in this series what you need to do before you start your financial plan. Then we went over the basics of creating a clear budget, some debt payoff strategies after that. And now we're going to tackle ways to lower your expenses and to build the gap between what you're spending and what you're making so that you have room to reach the financial goals that you set into place. Because if all the money that you're making is going to the expenses that you have, then guess what? You're not going to pay off your debt and you're not going to buy that RV or whatever it is that you want to do with your future and your finances. So you have to find ways to make it to where you have a surplus of money where every single thing you earn is not going towards bills um, and things like that. So this week, I'm going to go over seven ways to lower your expenses. Some of the ones that I used on my journey of paying off $72,000 in 18 months. And then in the final part of this series next week, I'm going to talk about how you can make extra money uh, to grow that gap as well. So let's get started with item number one, sell, sell, sell. I know this is technically a way to bring in money, but this can also lower your expenses, especially if you're selling things that are costing you money through a payment. So one of the things that we did was we had three vehicles at the time. Uh, One of them actually was a part of a business that my husband had run before, and it was still costing us money in registration and repairs and things like that. So we sold it, which not only gave us a surplus of money, but, and it wasn't that it, it was a very old truck, but it took away the insurance payment that we were paying towards it. Also the maintenance and the repairs since it started getting up in age, in addition to it gave us some extra money to put towards our debt, which helped increase 
that gap between what we had that had to go out every month and what we were making every single month. Um, other things could be maybe downsizing in your car, um, downsizing in your home. Those are bigger ways to sell, uh, but also just things that are taking up space. One of the other things we did was we went on this decluttering spree. And um, if you're into minimalism, I am in the declutter, decluttering culture. Um, there's several good people on YouTube to follow. But we had a storage unit and that storage unit was costing us a monthly fee. And it was full of stuff that it was like, you know, let's see what we could sell. Let's see what we don't use and what we don't need. And then we end up being able to just store what we did decide to keep in our garage and in our attic. But at the same time, making money, paying off payments, right? So that reduced the amount of payments we had every month going out. And it helped grow that gap uh, by selling things. Uh, number two would be cut back on unnecessary expenses. This one might seem obvious, but I would challenge you to take a close look at your expenses and see where you can cut back. Um, this could include things like eating out less, canceling subscriptions that you don't use, or rather combining expenses. I know, for example, if you have Disney Plus and you also have, I think, uh, another one, they can be combined together in, through Discovery Plus. Also, some phone plans include things like Discovery Plus or Disney Plus if you're into those type of streaming services for free inside of your phone plan. So those would be options. Also, reducing your grocery bill, which is a big ticket item for most people. I, will, I believe that if you printed off your statement uh, for your credit card or your bank and looked at where you're spending the majority of your money, after housing and potentially daycare or childcare in general, food would probably be right up there with those. Um, I know this one sounds very simple and you probably heard it before, but have you ever heard of the saying, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Small savings add up to a larger number, especially at the beginning of your debt-free journey. And if you're using the snowball, for example, those smaller bills might just take a really significant hit by cutting um, $50 here, $40 there, and you can make small tweaks to your budget in order to pay off debt quicker and build up your snowball faster. Number three will be negotiating bills. You can call your service provider, such as cable or internet company, and negotiate a lower rate. Often, they have promotions that they can offer you to reduce your bill. I know a lot of us, uh, we might take the introductory rate for a service, and then you forget about it. Um, then the bill goes up, and you just keep paying it like normal. But if you look at those bills like cable, phone, and even your credit card interest, you can see that rates are generally negotiable, which leads me to the next item, item number four shop around for rates if you're not able to uh, cut your expenses enough to make a significant dent in your debt considering consider finding a new provider for those items that are big ticket um one a big one for this would be like car insurance or other types of insurance um whenever open enrollment comes back around which for us is generally in the fall through um, like the end of December, you can check and see if you have a partner, husband or wife, um, if you whose insurance plan is gonna save you guys the most money. Are you paying for a really good plan but never using it? Uh, when you could have a smaller, um, you have a cheaper plan with a higher deductible and just save the money. That happened to be the case for us. The premium cost was gonna be more than the cost of having a high deductible on the other plan, so we decided to switch. And it gave us more freedom in our budget to pay down debt. And the good thing about insurance, especially, which we could do a future podcast episode on that, is that there's open enrollment every year. So if you find that you need to switch back to a different plan or you, and you don't, you have a qualifying event um, or not, you can um, 
go ahead and switch it back. So that's a good one for that. Uh, like I said, insurance, car insurance, uh, homeowners insurance might be a little bit more difficult. Uh, one, another one of ours was pest control. Uh, pest control got to be really expensive with a specific company. And, um, and we were able to find a better rate at another place, which means leads me to my next point. Number five, DIYing instead of paying is a really good way to lower your expenses. Can you clean your own house? Can you cut your own grass? Can you do your own pest control? You might not be able to do that for your termite policy, but if they're just coming to spray for mosquitoes or ants or something like that, you might be able to cut that expense by DIYing it, uh, maybe trimming your kid's hair yourself. I don't know what's happened. And I totally respect um, our you know beauticians and hairdressers, but a kid's haircut is up to like $40 in my area now. And if I can weld the scissors <laughs> enough to make my child look presentable, then maybe that might be a way to cut for me. Um, you could detail your own car, uh, do YouTube workouts instead of going to the gym. I feel like we live in a society where it's easy to use, uh, us for, easy for us to pay for just about anything to get done. Uh, in fact, my niece is attending university in the fall and there's a, even a college laundry service. There's a dorm set up and breakdown service that will break, uh, decorate the dorm for the year and then break it back down, store the things. I was so shocked at how many voluntary services you could sign up for, even for that. Um, but those things cost though. And if your debt payoff goal is to, to pay off goal, your debt quickly, you will want to grow the gap between your savings and your spending, yeah, that amount you have to go towards debt as quickly as possible. So a temporary sacrifice and DIYing some things, um, it might be worth it. Um, another one, uh, number six, is to buy generic. So buying generic products can save you a lot of money over time. Uh, generic brands often have the same quality as other brands, but cost less. It will take a little trial and error, I will admit with this one, about which products you can buy generic. There's some I don't buy generic and some that I do buy generic and you're probably um, similar in that. But I like to try every once in a while, um, you know, a new, I don't know, something new generic might come come around. I know there's several, like Target might have some generics that I use for certain things versus Kroger. If you have a Kroger or Gerber's or Food for Less, I believe is the same company um, and so forth. So buying generic has saved us a lot of, a lot of money. Um, but again, it might take some trial and error and the tastes of your family, right? If you're like hunt ketchup and hunt ketchup only, that's fine. Um, but if you're okay with, you know, Walmart ketchup, then maybe that'll be just a little bit of savings in your, in your budget. Inflation, y'all inflation has been killing a lot of people, especially when it comes for food. Uh, to food, which is one of our big ticket items. So buying generic might be um, a good place to lower food costs. Um, the last one, number seven, is consider negotiating your debts. Um, some debts like medical bills can be negotiated to make your payment and or your balance lower. Um, since we use the debt snowball method to pay off our $72,000 in debt, um, we actually uh, started with the smallest debt amount. And a few of those smallest debt amounts were medical bills. So we were able to call and negotiate a smaller balance or just a payoff balance. And at that point, we had already, my, actually it wasn't on mine. We looked at both of our credits and saw what things we might've been missing. Um, freecreditreport.com actually, so you can see anything that's on your report. Yearly, you can do that one time for free. Um, we really didn't have anything to lose by asking because it had already hit the credit report. So um, we were able to eliminate and, and make some wiggle room in our budget for things we have been making, um, 
things that we wanted to get rid of by calling and negotiating our debt and lowering. Um, and that's again, a whole nother podcast episode that we can get into. And there's people who specialize in things like that. Um, but that might be something that you could do on your own to check out, uh, to be able to save some money by lowering your overall expenses. Um, you know, guys, I think that, um, this is all such a journey and there's so many, so many, so many, so many ways that you can feel overwhelmed by all the ways that it takes to get your money in order. But I really want you to just simplify it by remembering the process. Decide on your your why, right? Is it a lifestyle you want to live? If Is it being able to stay home with your children? And go through one step at a time, making sure that you slow down instead of quitting. So if it gets hard, maybe take a step back and you know say, you know what, I can't tackle this right now. Or I want to outsource or get help with that, which is where a financial coach can come into play. Um, so if you're th- listening and you're thinking, uh, you know, I've already tried this and I don't think I can make it on my own. You can definitely still, I'll always be here. Uh, go down to the show notes or to www.tanyelprice.com and you can schedule a no commitment, 15 minute consultation to see if coaching with me is right for you. And it may just be the catalyst to help you get over the the hump in the place where you might feel overwhelmed. You feel like the disorganization or the path to negotiating your bills and lowering this. And you just need more eyes on your budget than your own to see places where you might be able to tweak to make a difference in reaching your financial goal. Again, next time on the Beyond the Budget podcast, we're going to talk about my one of my favorite topics outside of creating budgets. Uh, which is how to make more money to reach your financial goal. I'm so excited about talking to you guys about that. And uh, I want you to bring a pen and pencil. Got definitely some things to to write down. If you're interested, again, in getting an, of the any of the free materials that I make and send out to my email list, you could join my email list in the show notes be- uh, below. And also uh, follow my Facebook page for lives that I do periodically, generally on Friday afternoons. Okay, guys, that's it for today. Remember, in next episode, we'll talk about how to reach your financial goals by making more money. And until next time, bye, guys.